Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome to Future Game, the most awesomest, coolest, funnest, livest sports podcast ever. Uh, of course, you got Jay Hugh, and they invited me, Mo. Ha, ha, ha. To be on the show. We got a good show for y'all today on this cold day in the D. It's not even Christmas yet, and it's freezing outside. Snowing shit. Anyway, um, you know you know how it go. We're going to talk about the NFL first because it's the best sport ever. We're going to talk about, we're going to review week 10, preview week 11. We're going to tell y'all our, the best game players, the teams, and our most anticipated uh, game for the week. And we're going to make a prediction, as always, to see how psychic we are. Um, and we're going to talk about, so far, who is the, M- the MVP in the NFL? And what teams are contenders and who are pretenders? Lying. Um, we're going to talk about Dez Bryant tearing his Achilles. But he did have a successful surgery, so shout out to that. Um, then we're going to talk about Will Brandon, who they brought in to replace Dez Bryant, and will he have the same effect on the team? Uh, of course, we're going to talk about this crazy man, Le'Veon Bell, not playing this year, missing on that $14.5 million. Uh, was he stupid or not? Then we'll talk about college football. We will review and preview for them, um, make some predictions, go blue, continue that revenge tour, ain't nobody ready. We will talk about who will win the Heisman, or is it too early? Um, we will talk about Bama. Now, if the Bama makes the playoffs, if they uh, lose to Auburn and Georgia, uh, then Louisville's coach was fired during his coach, though. Is, you know, thoughts on that. We're going to talk about this old boring sports right now. We're going to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about what team uh, Jimmy Butler traded to the Sixers from the Timberwolves. And with that trade, what team, what's the team to beat in the East? Did he make the 76ers at the Timber? Um, then we're going to talk about the Rockets looking to uh, drop, drop Carmelo. Are they making him a scapegoat, or is he just being a diva? And then we'll talk about Trouble and Warrior Paradise. And, you know, that whole Kevin Durant, Draymond Green thing. Then we will ask a question. I told y'all we were going to talk about last week. We'll talk about rivalries. And what creates the rivalry, and what's the best rivalries out here? Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Lions, Green Bay, stuff like that. So, Jay Hugh, how y'all been? Jay? I've been all right. <clears throat> um, I'm anticipating this show because there's been so much going on this week. Um, like a couple of days after we did the show, that's when, you know, the Jimmy Butler trade went through and then, you know, everything else started happening, you know, um, shit. What? After, I think a day after we did the show, 
that's when stuff happened with the Dez brand and all that. So I've been like anticipating this week's show. But um, other than that, the my week been okay except for Monday. I dreaded Monday because it was a holiday for us. Um, I work for the UAW, so you know it was a holiday. But you know they was paying us triple time that day, so I was like, I don't know if I want to go in or not. And then I felt pressured to go in. <clears throat> and yeah, so I ended up going in and uh, the day just dragged. But hey, got the extra money. So um, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. So <laughs> I'm be glad. I'm just glad to do the show today with y'all. So I'm ready to get it going. Mike. That's it. Yeah, it was a very gruesome week for me down the stretch. I just can't wait to get to the point where I have my time off for the holidays. But other than that, you know, I've just been trying to keep up on a lot of news. Um, a lot of stuff has been on our website about what's been going on, too, as well. So I'm definitely ready to get into that and start talking about it on the show today. And, um, Rather than that, I um, just want to ask you, too, Mo, um, how was your week? I mean, you know, I really did nothing, so it was it was all good and good for me. Um, but then I just, I went grocery shopping. <laughs> I'm so lame. I'm so lame. It's so sad. Like, I'm so awesome, but I'm so lame. You're getting ready for that um, Thanksgiving grubbins. That's what you're talking about. Oh, I don't cook for the holidays. Yeah, I know. That's why I said you getting ready for Thanksgiving grubbing. <laughs> Look, I was just glad I was able to grab a bridge card before uh, most people did their grocery shopping. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. So, I feel like I'm trying to catch a cold. So, if I just be like you, that means next. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk about week 10. Okay. Uh, you? What you think of this week, team? Like, what's the best game, player, and team from week 10 in NFL? I think the best game, surprisingly, was um, the Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. It came down to just um, Russell Wilson getting pressured in the pocket and missing the pass that he would normally make if he wasn't pressured from that interior line to a.k.a. Aaron Donald. Um, to actually determine that game because I felt like if he could have converted on that pass, then it could have been back-to-back weeks for the Rams to lose. But at the same time, you already know about that word if it didn't happen. But it was a really close game. They always play each other competitive. I don't care how bad the teams are. But Seattle was great, and the Rams was on the cusp of coming up to being the team they are now. They always played them well, always beat Seattle for some odd reason, too. And now it is still the same way. The tables have turned, but Seattle gave them a really huge matchup. Um, the best team to me was the Tennessee Titans from the familiarity of Mike Vrabel and how they actually executed the game against the New England Patriots. Um, I can't make excuses because I know there were some pieces missing in the New England game that was very crucial. Um but I still looked at it like the familiarity from John Robbins, GM, to Vrabel as the head coach to, you know, you got your Darius Butler. I mean, um, Malcolm Butler. You got Malcolm Butler 
you have Logan Ryan and you have Deion Lewis. It's like the familiarity of the team and for playing for that team for so long, that came into play. And I've noticed the two games that they lost this year were blowouts and it was from the familiar people who's Matt Patricia and Mike Brabel. And the damn near you could call Tennessee Titans the uh, New England South. But, um, yeah, that was one of the better games, too, to me to see. But um, as far as the best player, Man, I would have to get that to Ben Roethlisberger, how he um destroyed. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be a close game where Cam that might be able to sneak one in. Man, they destroyed I didn't see that coming. Yeah, they gave yeah, they. Man, I'm telling you, boy, they they took they ripped them apart. They beat the brakes off of Cam. He probably is back in his role with his. I think I, text, I think I texted Jay, too. I told him uh, what I seen in the Super Bowl where they lost, too. I said, man, Cam gave up. And you couldn't really blame him because that old line definitely didn't give him no chance. I think he gave up. He was dropping back and just doing uh, Tom Brady, uh, all I paid Manning, just going into the fetal position because he knew he had no chance. Man. Man, like they kicked their ass. Like they, they, there's on Steelers is on the mission. And they kicked their ass. Like I was like, damn, can ow, 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 damn. Y'all, <laughs> it ain't no mercy room, y'all. <laughs> A lot of that too was because of poor execution on their behalf. Because uh, Cam did a few bad plays he didn't supposed to make, and it was just a lot of poor execution in that game, which surprised me. Because it was on Cam, like, or on, you know, Panthers, like, they're usually normally a pretty good um, team who execute, you know. Definitely they're one of the better teams in the trenches. So I was surprised to see how bad their execution was that game. Oh, man. That was crazy. All right, Hugh, in week 11, what's your most anticipated game? I was definitely looking at week 11, trying to figure out who can I see. And, um, one of the games I'm going to tell you about, and a lot of people probably look at me like I'm on crack rock due to the fact that when I seen this game, I knew that they gave them problems last year. I think one of the more or less bubble teams or like one of the upsets in the making would be one of the games I looked at, and it was the Steelers and the Jags. I saw that game, and I said, hey, that looks like a really interesting game because seeing them two teams play, I know that um, the Jags got the best of them, you know, the last time. I think the if I'm not sure, I think they beat them twice last year. They beat them in the season. They beat them really bad when Ben got those five interceptions, and I can't even mention that as being in the season, but they um, basically got them in the playoffs too. But um, it was some games I've seen too, like the Packers Seahawks that first this game. Is going to be intriguing because what surprised me is we got two good back-to-back. Well, I thought the last game was going to be good. Oh, paper, it was good, y'all. Pardon me for that. But I think this game is going to be pretty interesting, too, because um, both teams are not playing up to their potential. You know, you got Seattle, who I could have easily felt like could have been 5-4 and four after that game. It's a game under 500. And without the Packers being tied, it's probably been in the same boat right now. So you got two teams who can play better than what they normally play. Um, 
I definitely look forward to that game. But it's not really too much of nothing that goes off on the paper to me. I do like to see that um, Bengals and Ravens game, too. That looks really good. You got the Eagles and Saints is going to be a competitive one. But you know what? Let me stop playing and beating around the bush because I know Jay over there um, eating the sandwich right now and, you know, licking his lips on this game. <laughs> the two clash of the damn Titans. This one right here is going to be a Super Bowl preview probably. And we've been waiting for this matchup the whole time for like the last three weeks, and that's that Chiefs and Rams game. That's really going to be a good one. Um, you got two nine and one teams, and at first it was going to be played in Mexico City, but with the conditions of that field, they moved it to LA because I don't think the players would agree to play it on that crappy field. But, yeah, it's going to be a difference maker right here. This can change the complexity of the playoffs, period, on both sides. I know Breeze is rooting for the Chiefs. And I know uh, Big Ben and New England is rooting for the Rams right now because one of these teams are going to lose and one of those teams is going to have two losses on their record, and that's going to change the momentum for everything because – Right now, you got those two teams at our top of number one with the Saints with the tiebreaker. So we'll get into a lot more of that. But is there any predictions you want me to say for any of those games? Stop playing. <laughs> you guys are going to hit me with that one right now. I'm going to be ready. You know, I was so excited about it. I figured yeah. I, was, I was waiting to hear the excitement in your voice for what game yeah. we were going to pick. And yeah, He's he really excited. I think um, the only reason why I'm going to shoot with the Rams by a little margin is due to the fact that they have a better defense. Uh, defense hasn't really been playing a factor this year. You think some of the defenses are great, and a lot of them have been playing suspect this year, even the Saints at some point in the season. But uh, I give them only like a three-point edge just because they're at home. And just because of the fact that they got that great pass rush, that interior line with Sue and Aaron Donald is going to impact a lot. Because Marcus Peters hasn't been playing up to his potential, and they don't got a key to lead back yet. So it's going to still be a lot of throwing down the field, I believe, in that game. And I just think that this is going to be one of the biggest challenges yet for Patrick Mahomes because he didn't play as – much as or he didn't play with as much as passes as I thought he was going to play with before. I think he just, you know, put the brakes on this week. He kind of cruised in this game. I thought that it was going to be by a little more, but he didn't throw over uh, 300 yards and he didn't throw um, nothing but two touchdowns last um, week. So, yeah, I think that this is going to be a test for him, but I think a lot of the um, game, they're going to get to him. So, yeah, I definitely have, just because they're at home, I got the Rams by three, and I think it's going to be like 28-31 final score. All right. Well, last time you was way off. So, let's see. Jay, what do you think about this week 10? Um, I thought week 10 was cool. Uh, I had some pretty good games. Um some teams put on some great performances. Of course, we talked about the – well, Hugh was talking about the Steelers. Steelers did very well. Um, the Saints 
kept showing their dominance. Um, you had uh, the Titans surprise the Patriots, whooped on them. Um, looking down, uh, Seahawks Rams had a fantastic game. Um, Cowboys Eagles even had a good game. I I called that game last week of you know how good it is based on just the simple fact of you know the Rams. I mean, not the Rams, but the uh, the Cowboys and Eagles just they they can't stand each other. You know what I'm saying? So the fan bases don't like each other. None of that. So, um, yeah, but you look at it, man, what stood out to me, um, team wise, um, well, the game, my game of the week was the, um, was the Rams and the Seahawks as well, uh, just like you. Um, it's just a good game. The, the Rams got to start, uh, stop starting off slow. Like they, they've been disappearing these past, uh, I want to say two to three weeks. They've been starting off real slow and then picking up in the second half, you know, and, um, their defense isn't as good as everybody as it is on paper. They're not, I don't think they put the pieces together defensively. I know their offense is just. Very good with Gurley and Goff and Brandon Cooks. You know, they're, they're very good offensively. Um, kind of mirror the Chiefs, but that defense is, uh, the, the, I mean, the defense they ain't put it together yet. So they've been starting off slow the last couple of weeks, but I mean, they put a great second half together. And, um, I'm like you, I thought the Seahawks was going to win that game though. You know what I'm saying? The, the way it, the way it looked, looked like the Seahawks was going to win. But, um, but they, you know, Rams ended up persevering. Um, my team, my team of the week is going to be, um, the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, everybody else kind of obvious or whatever, but you look at Cleveland, man. Um, they're starting to look like, they can actually, yeah, they, 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 they're looking like they can actually make some noise within the next year or two. I'll give them the next year or two. Um, you know, with Baker Mayfield and then, um, Nick Chubb just, I mean, Nick Chubb did this thing this past week, you know, um, so <clears throat> the Browns, I, I, I mean, I got the Browns, um, as my team of the week and then my player of the week. Has to be Ben Roethlisberger. The way he just, you know, that him and that Steelers offense just dismantled the Carolina Panthers. And, um, you know, the pa- I mean, just to take up for the Panthers defense, I mean, they, they was on the field just about the whole game. Um, we were talking about it. Cam, Cam and them couldn't do nothing. So they kept three and out, three and out, three and out, giving the ball back. So, um, you know, yeah, big big Ben, five touchdown passes. I mean, it's it's obvious who that was gonna be. Real, real quick, real quick. Um, so we that's that's the and I forgot to say it. That's the game y'all predicted last week, the Carolina Feather mm-hmm. game. Hugh, mm-hmm. you've been on a bad streak. So you said Carolina thirty one, still at twenty four. You know. And yeah, I think that was just one really bad prediction as far as the, <laughs> yeah, as far as the score. That was like one of the first like that because it wasn't that bad. 
besides that Bama game. I thought that I didn't think Bama was called uh, humiliate LSU like that. And then, Jay, you said 17 to 28 feeling. So, I mean, the score was wrong, but the result was right. So, my, I just wanted to share that. I have to that. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then uh, going to week 11, um, I was just looking here, and nothing really stands out to me as much. Um, of course, I mean, Hugh mentioned it, the Packers and Seahawks um, Thursday night game. Um, it should it should be very interesting. But, you know, I, my eyes just keep wandering down um, on this on this schedule. I do see the Eagles and Saints. The Eagles aren't playing good football. They're not. I, I, th- I think they. I think the Eagles have a um, have a championship hangover right now. They they just got the championship hangover. They kind of going through the motions, pretty much. So I just don't. I don't know. I, I just don't know about them right now. Um, one of the most interesting matchups, though. I mean, you look at the Chiefs and Rams. But the most interesting matchup this week is could be, you know, for a division crown. Um, yeah. The Vikings and the Bears. Uh, they're playing at Soldier Field where the Bears play. Um, so it's, I mean, who, who thought the Bears was going to be six and three right now? Like nobody. Nobody thought the Bears were going to be like six and three. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're looking. Like they're, they can't compete in the NFC. And they look like they can compete, I say. Not actually, you know, be a, a, a full blown contender, but they can compete. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to have my eye on that, uh, big time. I, I, I definitely want to see that. That's going to be a Sunday night game. And then, you know, uh, for obvious reasons, the Chiefs and the Rams, Super Bowl, possible Super Bowl preview. I mean, the Saints might have to say something about that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it could be a possible Super Bowl uh, preview. So I know all eyes gonna be on that one. So I'm looking forward to make it. Your, make your prediction. Um, I'm gonna make my prediction for two games. Um, I'm gonna do the Vikings and the Bears. Um, because I'm a. Chiefs and the Rams. I'm sorry. You're only looking for the Chiefs and the Rams. I, I'm gonna give two predictions though. I'm gonna. Wanna, Kind of flex the muscles right quick. What you say? Yeah, I just wanted to give because um, these are these are the games I'm going to be paying attention to. Um, I think a lot of people are going to pay attention to them. Um, Vikings and Bears. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Vikings on this one. I think the Vikings gonna win, um, and I'm gonna say it's going to be 17 to 13. Um, and Pretty much everybody's game of the week. Chiefs and Rams. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think they're going to outscore the Rams. I think the Rams are going to get off to a slow start again, um, like they usually do. Um, I think the <clears throat> the habit is going to keep going from week to week with them starting off slow. But this is the wrong team to start off slow against. Can't, can't start off slow against them, just like they started off slow against the Saints um, a couple weeks ago. They're going to start off against the Chiefs. They're going to get down by about two touchdowns. It's going to be over. It's going to be a wrap. Um, and the score for that, I'm going to predict the Chiefs 41 and the Rams 
30. All right, um, Hugh, predict yeah. this uh, Vikings and Bears game. Vikings, uh, Rams. I'm, a, I mean, Vikings and Bears. Um, I'm gonna go twenty-eight to twenty-one, and I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I believe their defense just a little bit more stout, and the offense usually do pretty well, you know. Um, but the defense is gonna be the main uh, main reason they win this one. Well, let's keep on moving. 